He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Hello and welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I am your host, and my name's Evan Wexel. What a coincidence. So, today, technically, this is being recorded on my birthday, East Coast time. Uh, I'm doing a special thing today for my birthday. I am interviewing someone else who has my birthday. But before we get to that, please go to awkwardwithevan.com for all the old episodes, Facebook and Twitter, at Awkward with Evan, and please subscribe to the iTunes. Review the iTunes. Five star the iTunes. Also available on Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. And here we are, February 19th, 219, 2 slash 19, Feb 19, my birthday. And I wanted to do something special, so I actually looked up. All my Facebook friends that have the same birthday as me, and I wanted to get one on, and I wanted to release the episode on my birthday. So I figure, you know, it's a day where people will pay attention to you on Facebook, so why not give them something in return? My gift, you guys are giving me this attention on my birthday, I am giving you an an episode where I am interviewing a, a good friend of mine. He is comedian Bill Word. Uh, he's based in Orange County, California. When I moved here, uh, I'd always look around like to see where I could get stage time. And there was this uh, there's spot called Martini Blues in Huntington Beach, California. And, you know, it was a ways to drive there. And sometimes I think I would be doing a temp job and I would leave straight from the temp job and just go straight to, you know, Orange County. And uh, he would be running a night uh, more often than not of comedy. And he was always generous to a lot of comedians in terms of giving them time. So I figured uh, he he was down. So he took the time to uh, talk to me and we get to talk about uh, comedy. We get to talk about our birthday. Uh, He also had a a health scare like in the last year. So we kind of went into the details of that and I didn't realize – all the details of it. it was, it's pretty amazing that uh, he he is still in one piece and doing great. And uh, he has a show coming up. Uh, I think it's at the San Clemente Inn. We're going to give the date and the time, uh, I think, on the in the interview. But uh, yeah, it's my birthday, so you have to listen. You have to like this and download it and review it on iTunes and Five Star. But enough about me demanding things of you. It's enough. It's enough of me. You guys are nice enough to listen to this, so let me be nice enough to just start the damn interview with funny man Bill Word. All right, guys. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Uh, technically, this is my birthday episode, but it's also my guest's birthday episode as well because we have the same birthday. I would like to welcome... Comedian Bill Word, how are you, sir? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Is that on on par with like being introduced at Martini Blues? Uh, I'm sure it's much better. <laughs> cool, man. Well, well, in the East Coast, happy birthday to you. Yes, yeah. I would be. Actually, I was born in Lowell, Massachusetts, so I think probably I'm already. It's already my birthday, I think. It is. I went to college in Tufts near Boston, so I, I know the area. Uh, UMass Lowell right nearby. 
good. So, so any work working on your birthday, is it going to be, or are you just kind of getting it all out of the way now or. Well, I, um, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, what we're the same birthday, but I think I'm actually exactly 20 years older than you. Okay. I'm obviously, uh, comfortable with my old age. <laughs> <laughs> you're uh 70 can i say it i mean say, I don't say whatever you want i don't care <laughs> okay guess i'm 59 is my birthday okay you're 21 so, you're 21 now i'm gonna be 38 oh okay. yep okay, yeah. okay so i'm 20 years older than you you're okay a, you are one drunk you have one drunk college kid on me that's that's all you got. Uh, <laughs> I guess technically I could be your father, but more likely you, your you uncle. Could be, yeah, you could have been my father if you were very overzealous in college and yeah, uh, exactly. irresponsible. And it, whether yeah, or not but, they had Planned Parenthood funding at that time. So we shall see. I don't think they had birth control. <laughs> they had birth control back in the day. Yeah. Uh, this is cool. So we're, we have always, that's always been our, our talking point. I mean, I met you initially, I moved to LA in 2005 and I basically went on chucklemonkey.com and uh, was like, where can I get stage time? And lo and behold, I did not mind the trek from LA to Huntington beach and, and anywhere in between. Because you are uh, you are the giver of spots, the giver of time. Yeah, well, that was uh, you know the golden years at uh, Martini Blues. You know, we, yeah, it was about I think it was about uh, six years. That was really good. I uh, I think I was booking about four to five um, nights a week of com- comedy, and they actually, uh, you know, it's it it was a jazz club, and yeah. so they actually opened a, a back room for comedy exclusively for comedy and um so uh it wasn't until they sold the club to find out that the liquor license did not apply to the back room (laughs) so they were selling liquor illegally for many years in the back room right and i had liquor illegally there because one time this guy was heckling me and he left and his he left the room to go to the bathroom and then while he wasn't there i I took a swig of his beer so that was me getting revenge as well, comic. I can mention that because it the club doesn't exist anymore, so I can I can you know talk about all the skeletons in the closet. But yeah, it wasn't until <laughs> they till they sold the club and the guy looked at the liquor license and found out that the back room wasn't covered by it. So <laughs> thank God uh, someone else hadn't shown up. Yeah, and your really. shows were addictive. Like I mean, because it's like once I I did a laugh down, and then like I'm like, oh man, I only made it to like the first round or the the round to 16 i'm like gotta wait for the next one gotta wait for the next one so i jump back in so i mean it was great to always have that and then what else you had california's funniest woman female ocs yes california funniest female yeah okay. and i had uh laugh down i had orange county's funniest were right contest that was running there it's pretty much a there was always some contest going on there at martini blues uh- yeah and I know, like, what what's your comedy schedule now? I mean, I saw this flyer on your page about, uh, I guess, Tom Clark is headlining something you're doing. Yeah, I'm doing, uh, it's the San Clemente Inn. It's, uh, I guess, their club called Adele's. I haven't been there before, but yeah, uh, Tom Real. I don't know if you know Tom Real or not. I heard he, the name. He books the room, and, you know, I've known Tom, oh, I don't know, 20 years at least. Yeah. You know, we we started doing comedy together in the early '90s, so I've known him a long time. So he's one of, you know, he had he had uh, dark hair and I had hair when we knew each other. 
So uh, and, it's been that long. And what were um, some of your uh, like your favorite comedy gigs over the years? Like I know I've only known you as like the giver of time, but like what what have been has you have you traveled other states or what kind of things had you done over the years? Well, uh, I was in um, I was in uh, it was a Holiday Inn in South Dakota. Wow. And I, I was the host of the show. Yeah. And, um, and I, I decided to uh, use the restroom before the, uh, show started. Cause I guess the, <laughs> I remember quickly the bartender was going to go up and do a few jokes. You know how it is with yeah. someone's never comedy before and they, they think they're funny. So I, <laughs> I, I, and so I didn't time it correctly. I guess he chickened out after a joke or something like that. So I'm in the stall and and the headliner runs in and goes, he just called your name. <laughs> so, so I had to pull my pants up quickly and I, I probably had toilet paper hanging up, yeah. you know, running up to the stage to, to host the show. I remember that one. So, uh, but, uh, I can't even remember what I said after that, you know, but, uh, I, I assume it was a good show. That's all I remember is that uh, the headliner running it <laughs> just called your name, so, so I had to wrap it up pretty quickly and run down the uh, to you know host the show. Because you could have you could have so, mic'd yourself like Leslie Nielsen in a Naked Gun. That way you could have started yeah, your set on the way back. Yeah, that could have given a little extra. They probably would have to pay more for that, probably. So that that gig I remember, you know. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't travel a whole lot, mostly right. because I was producing shows in, in Orange County. Right. Um, and so, you know, it's, I mean, I, I don't know how much road you've done. I'm, I know you have. Um, I mean, I do a lot of colleges mostly. That's my road. Yeah, those so. are good. Those are good. But yeah, a lot of road is uh, not, not so good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why so. my, I, my paths just have not, have not crossed much with, in terms of like reaching out to clubs and like trying to get feature spots at club. I just don't know why I just, I don't know. I just, I've stuck with the college thing. I'm still trying to. So it's, uh, yeah, I'll just well, do it until I'm a really old sketchy guy on campus. If I'm not already. Well, if you're old, you know, I'm what, 20 years older. So what would I be? The, the creepy grandpa? I don't know. <laughs> you know what? That That's a gimmick. So I, I would go with yeah. that. Yeah. I, that's probably going to be my new stage name, the creepy grandpa. <laughs> creepy. But, yeah, see how many gigs I get on that word. One. So, uh, you know, I, I, you know, if the college stuff's working for you, keep it, man. Yeah. So, I, yeah, definitely. Um, and now, well, so, what was the problem? Uh, the point I was making is that the, there's a lot of bad ro- road, you right. know. And I mean, I, I didn't do a lot of it, but I had friends that. Um, you know, like they had just enough money to get to the next town. Right. And so, you know, they get to the next town to do the gig and, you know, they're counting on the money they're going to get for the gig and the clubs closed and yeah. the booker never told them. I mean, I, you know, there's, there's a lot of horror stories about that, you know, where, and so they had to work, you know, like a fast food to pay to get to the next gig, you know, but, uh, yeah, a lot of, so I, you know, because I produce shows here, I didn't really travel as much. Right. Um, so, you know, I, at times had successful shows, so I saw no reason to go on the road. Yeah. And I mean, it's good. Like if you can get away with comedy it, in our area about like any night of the week. So it's not like you're in the middle of nowhere. I feel like OC is always has something going on where there'll be an audience any night of the week. 
Well, the thing I liked about Orange County was yeah. that um, you didn't necessarily get the jaded L.A. crowds. You know, right. you got you got in some ways the uh, the Orange County crowds were more like the rest of the country than than L.A. Right. You know, and yeah. so you got a, you got a better feel for material and and responses. You know, we used to we used to make fun of what we call the L.A. comic. You know, when in Orange County, it was mostly someone that, you know, it's doing like industry material, you know, about their <laughs> audi- about their auditions or, right. you know, just stuff that any only people in the industry would know, you yeah. know, which doesn't fly outside of L.A. basically. Um, you I know, don't get but, how that uh, would even work. Like, why would you do jokes that only like executive producers or booking pr- producers would get? I feel like if it was universal, I mean, you just you just go with it. Well, it, these are when these the so-called LA comedians. Yeah, uh, it was you know, it was they weren't necessarily successful. You know, we're right. It was more like a mindset, right? You know, they, because you know, obviously the successful comics knew that you know they had their own who they they know who they were and right. They know they had to play and I mean I guess you know back in Johnny Carson's day, right? Is does it play in Kansas? You know, I mean, yeah. and so. No, they're usually kind of more like maybe advanced open micers, mm-hmm. and they usually have they had a little attitude with them. I mean, you came from out of state, so you, you know you didn't really have that. Uh, it's it was mostly an attitude that came sometimes where they weren't really that funny, but they they expected to be treated like national headliners. You know, right? Yeah, I mean, I I came to LA probably at like the tail end of when I was still trying to just get up as much as I could and just get as much stage time. And then I started hitting the road in those first few years as I was getting used to LA, but, and I wasn't even in like the last few years, I haven't written so much newish enough. Like my material is so like changes from show to show in terms of what the audience volunteers. But actually just recently I have like new songs that are contemporary that I feel like I can play in any venue where I would be excited where I've actually tried new stuff at open mics if I have to. So, yeah. So, but I think it's good. Like everyone's always craft crafting. their like, you know, their five minutes of whatever. Um, but for me, it's like, okay, I got a song three minutes, whatever. I don't really care, but it's, it's good for, you know, you go, you go all in with a song. It's like, if the first verse doesn't go well, you're screwed the rest of the way. So, right. Yeah, I mean, I I certainly have a lot of uh, you know, um, uh, uh, what's the word? Um, uh, a positive word for people that can do music, <laughs> quote you know, unquote. I, yeah, no, I mean, I you know, you have that talent, and then you can you know make it uh, you know make it funny. I think it's just you know adds to to what you could do. I just like I always you know I I teach stand up, and I yeah. always say you know what what talents do you have that you can bring to the stage and, right. you know, and I, I mean, I, I don't know what you've experienced, but I'm sure there's a certain kind of, uh, Oh, I don't know. Uh, stand up that maybe looks down at people that does m- music. I don't know. It's probably above uh, prop comics, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think in New York it's, it's hard to do. It was harder to do, but I mean, Again, my material was like so immature back then where I, I mean, but you can get away with it. I feel like Hollywood improv, I could make it, it could fly anywhere in LA. Like we're just, there's just more weirdos out here and I can blend in a little better. So 
Yeah, and and obviously I'm not one of those people that uh, have that holier than thou attitude. Right. You know, you know, there's just little uh, stuffy kind of. You know, I mean, I I've gotten it where, you know, you what are you talking about? You know, you can't take a class. It's, <laughs> it, you know, and it's it, you know I always say, well, every I mean, singers have uh, voice coaches. You know, sure. I mean. I, you know, maybe because there's a lot of ripoffs and, and comedy classes and stuff. I don't know. But I always like, you know, you don't can't teach people to be funny. And I, you know, well, I can't teach talent. I can give you some yeah. basics, on how to write a joke and something. But but there is that, you know, there is that uh, group of comedians that, you know, if you've taken a class, you know, you you've killed baby seals or something, <laughs> you know, <laughs> No, that's, that's how I got started. I took a class at the comic strip in New York uh, twice in a row, just thinking that would be my network material. I would be getting through yeah. my first five, 10 minutes ever. Um, I think it's great because it, it teaches you like, it teaches you the, the, just being able to execute a joke and whether it's it's funny or not, like that's up to your talent. But if you can like know that it's set up punchline tag or callback or whatever, not even with the terminology, I think, you know, funny is funny. So. Right. And I, you know, I, I really push them to be themselves. I think, you know, yeah. one of the things I always, always hear, and I, I take it as a compliment is that all my, all my students are different, you know, yeah. have different styles and when that's, you know, got, God forbid I'm creating more bill words out there. You know? <laughs> it could uh, be, it would be like the agents in the matrix. They just clone themselves. It's like an army of bill exactly, words. Yeah. yeah. And there, and there are teachers where you see their, you see the showcases and the students sound just like the teacher. And oh, I'm yeah. not. So that's why, you know, I always, you know, I see myself more as um, a facilitator in a lot of ways, you know, I'm a good listener. And, um, but again, I, 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 you know, really like it that my all, you know, they have different styles and different deliveries and, you know, different ways of looking at things. And so that's, you know, my, I see as my job is to get, get it out of them, not to make them into me. Like I said, that would be a scary thought, and you know, where's the class? Just like people know, like, where's the class that you well, teach I teach, it? I teach in Orange County. Okay. So, uh, you know, there's, um, I live in Orange County, so right. it makes more sense to teach in Orange County. And, and you know, quite frankly, there's fewer comedy classes in Orange County, so I, I have less competition. And people can so, find this class like BillWord.com or? Actually, uh, WordUp.com. Nice. No, no. Actually, I, I sold that. <laughs> I, I totally forgot. I sold that. Uh, Good job. That's that's kind of a funny story. I used to have WordUp.com. Yeah, I remember. And I guess I'm this may come as a surprise to you, but I'm not really a hip hop kind of guy. <laughs> and, uh, and, um, so I had this website and, um, there was a, it used to have a picture of me in the nineties and I was, I had a Hawaiian shirt, you know, white guy with a Hawaiian shirt. How, you know, how far can you get away from hip hop than that? Right. And, uh, and I guess there was a hip hop magazine called word up magazine or something. Yeah. And I used to get emails all the time asking me, you know, uh, you know, about, uh, the Bye. magazine. And it's like, you obviously haven't seen the website and saw me on the, there with my <laughs> Hawaiian shirt on. That's... So, uh, but I sold it. I actually sold it for like $4,200. That's amazing. Years ago. Wow. Yeah. That, that is yeah. another, that's a good side business to have if you pick the right domain, I guess. 
Yeah, I, I I wish back in the day I'd picked up a lot of other ones, you know, like, maybe like Google. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pepsi.com or something. Or Microsoft Tri- or who knows. Chipotle. You know, or, uh... I didn't know they would be of value, obviously, right? Yeah. So but actually my my website is killercomedy.com. With the K's? And that's comedy with a K. Yeah. So K-I-L-L-E-R-K-O-M-E-D-Y dot com. Wow. Yeah. I actually was able to spell it this time of night. There you go. It's never <laughs> so, you're always learning. Um yes. <laughs> All right, we're going to get back to my talk with Bill Ward in just a moment because this is the moment that I talk to you guys about patreon.com slash funnyevan. That is the link where my patrons can go to check out all the cute little behind-the-scenes updates, things that I am up to, but it's also a place where you guys can support this podcast. Uh, I am tracking down people from all walks of my Facebook life and getting them on this show and getting them on iTunes and all these different places. And it does take time and uh, anything you guys can contribute on a recurring basis to keep this podcast rolling and to make it doable for me so I can encourage my wife to leave me alone because I'm doing something worthwhile with this podcast uh, is greatly appreciated. So if you guys go to patreon.com slash funny Evan, you will see the trailer to this podcast and you also see a, a number of reward tiers you could join. Like just for a dollar a month, you're already going to see all the updates I put out. For $3 a month, you're part of my awkward army. No problem. I think for $4 a month, Socially Awkward will follow you on Twitter. And if you ask, heck, I'll even follow you on Twitter. $5 a month, Evan Wexel, cell phone wallet coming your way. Uh, the... Awards continue to grow as your support continues to grow. It even goes all the way up to title sponsorship. So if you want, why not uh, help out for just a smidge every month? And it makes it fun for me because I know people are listening and people care. And uh, I'm doing great. I mean, this podcast is past 3,000 downloads and seems like more and more people are subscribing so it would not have been possible without the people that are supporting me at patreon so enough of that patreon.com slash funny evan you've heard enough of my words now back to bill word so so being that it is february 19th um are you aware of other famous people with our birthday besides us well i i am i'm not sure are you a football fan yeah well, uh, there's the commissioner of the NFL, which is not necessarily the most popular person oh, in the world. Oh, no. Why did you ruin the entire interview? That's okay. <laughs> that was some great booing at the Super Bowl. Yes. He <laughs> has, has the exact same birth date, the same year and date as oh, mine. as you. Yeah. That... And I would guess, even though I'm not well-known, I'm probably more popular than him. <laughs> I think you're you're halfway to... To imp- to like being his like double because all you have to change is the name because the birth date's taken care of. That's like half the battle in terms of yeah I mean, taking I, someone's identity. I, yeah, exactly. So that that's the only other. Do you know of others? Well, yeah. I mean, I knew some over the years. I, I actually pulled up a list, so I'll run a few by you. Um, okay. On on Fox's Gotham, this is a new one. The kid that plays the young Batman. Is is really? our birthday? Yeah, his name is I guess David Mazows. I don't know. Uh, let's see. I would the, assume younger than us. Younger than us. But here's another one. Jeff Daniels apparently. 
Really? I think so. Really? Uh, Justine Bateman. Wow. Where I'm actually distantly related to her somehow. I'm not sure. I'm guessing fourth cousin or I have no idea. But uh, that's my claim to fame. Yeah, that's my claim. My wife's claim is like she's somehow related to Elizabeth Berkeley save of Jesse from Save by the Bell and Showgirls. And uh, mine is Justine Bateman. So uh, I know Smokey Robinson. Smokey okay, Robinson. He's on the he's February 19th. Yep. And we got also we have Seal. Wow. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. I feel like there was a there was like a is there either Prince William or Prince Edward. I'm not totally sure, but those are just a few. I know that's a that's a very uh, fragmented list. Um, have you gotten? Have you? I mean, you're already. I've already seen like your birthday greetings are already like piling in early, which is good. Um, do you like? Do you like the Facebook posts on your birthday? Well, let me let me tell you. Maybe you you have this. Uh... There's something I don't like. I don't like people to, to put HB. HB or how, HBD, yeah. Yeah. How freaking lazy are you <laughs> that you can't spell out happy birthday? Yes. And uh, you know, you're right back, T-Y. That, yeah, that irks me because it's, you know, really, yeah. you can't type out happy birthday. So, uh, I mean, I, um, you know, um, you know, Lang Parker, don't you? You know, like, um, don't think so. Okay. She's, uh, she actually won my California funniest female back in the day. Uh, she has some of the best on my, on my Facebook. There's a, actually a picture of her standing on her head with happy birthday streaming, you know, next to her oh, wow. with a, you know, flyer, what do you call it? Uh, streamer, whatever it is, <laughs> but she's actually uh, standing on her head and she posts that it's, I've, it's really cool. So um, the one thing I do is I search uh, "Happy Birthday" in the name of the person on YouTube, and there's like this weird guy that does like a one minute song for each person, and he's like he's not there. He's the kind of person that would probably get up in the first round of your laugh down contest and just be we kind of like stare at him for five minutes, and uh, we'd be like, "What?" Uh, but he's if you like if you YouTube search like "Happy Birthday" like Bill or Evan like something weird will come up and I like to post those on people's walls on their birthday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have various ones. I do. I have, uh, my new favorite one is, uh, it's for cat lovers. Cause I think anyone yeah. else would uh, not understand this. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's obviously a cat just went in a litter box yeah. and, um, have you seen it? No, have no. You seen it? No. Okay. You so can, it's, you can post it's it on hilarious. my wall after. It, this cat is right next to the litter box with this weird looking face and the, and what they left in the litter box has the shape of a heart and, <laughs> uh, and say, and basically saying happy birthday. I left you a little gift. So, um, uh, that's, that's but I, I only post salad. that. <laughs> yeah. I, I only post that on cat lovers. Everyone else usually do yuck or uck, you know? <laughs> so, uh, uh, my, I have like the party horse. I don't know if you've seen that one. I do. No. So I like memes. I'm a big meme yeah. person. So, I, I uh, still, I'll from time to time make like an old school meme once in a while. But uh, yeah. It, um, do you, are you part of any, like, do you get cool things emailed to you on your birthday from like any businesses or uh, any? Well, you know, I get like, uh, I think uh, soup plantation gives me a free meal or something. Oh. I don't know. Oh, I should sign. Okay. 
That's good. I've gotten yeah. Panera gave me a free drink. Uh, Hooters gave me a with a purchase of a beverage, I can get ten boneless wings. Wow! So I, so I got to get on that. You should join their the Hooters mailing list. Um, what else? I don't know what else comes my way. I hate it when like the businesses they'll just email me happy birthday on my birthday. Like, do I need, you know, like, like Z100 from New York City, a radio station to just say happy birthday to me and then that's it. But yeah. I think I've unsubscribed, but there's some good birthday options out there. I know like free Grand Slam, I think at Denny's. So I've Yeah, heard. you know, that's been around a long time, that yeah. one. Yeah. You know, the Grand Slam. Yeah, there's, um, I'm trying to think, uh, well, I'll, you know, I should have, I haven't checked my emails today, but I know Soup Plantation does some. I don't know if it's a free meal. Maybe it's 30% off or something yeah. uh, for the whole, uh, but, um, you know, I mean, I had a friend last year that, uh, that gave me a $200 gift certificate on Amazon. So Holy that was cow. Like, oh, yeah. I did once have a friend Facebook post a, like a, a Starbucks gift card. And I think I get like a free, you think, I think I got a free thing from Starbucks. I'm not sure. It depends. I mean, it might be spam for all I know, but <laughs> I'll know when I go in there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's a good question. I'll definitely be checking and see what <laughs> um, what things I have for my birthday. You know, it's usually something where it's really not a deal, right? Just, yeah, it's like I'm book solid. Like I can't get to all these places on one day. Yeah, yeah, I'd be like, I'd be sick. I'd be throwing <laughs> up by the end of the day if I ate at all these places. You know, so uh, yeah, I, I, you know, it's uh, it, it. I don't know if you do this or not, but okay. I. Like when it turns February, I'm already thinking I'm the age that I'm going to be on the 19th. Do you ever do, do you do uh, that? It hasn't, I don't, I, it hasn't hit me. It doesn't really hit me about my age until maybe a month after my birthday, because it's like my wife and I are, are a month apart. She's 11 months older than me. So like we get to be the same age for a month and then she gets to be like ball and chain for the rest of the year. <laughs> So, yeah, I, for hit. some reason, um, like, I, you know, I, I logged into, uh, my, my medical, uh, stuff right. and I saw my age and I go, they have my age wrong. And then I realized I hadn't turned, you know, 58 yet. Oh. So, but I'd already in my head, I don't know if it's a psychological thing, right. you know, all right, I'll start thinking I'm this age. So I don't have like a, it doesn't bother me. So, um, but you know, I, you know, we, we both have two years from now where it's going to be a significant birthday. So, yeah. uh, and, and just so people know how, how is like the health stuff? Is it, is it better? Like, I know you had, what do you want to say what it was or it's totally up to you? Well, I, it's uh, it was a year ago, actually. Yeah. Um, I had surgery in late, late January. I, I had uh, three tears in my aorta Damn. and, uh, now I have some extra hardware. I have five stints in my aorta. Wow. So, so yeah, I, I, I woke up, um, one morning and a year ago in January, late January with this really bad pain in my upper back. Whoa. And, uh, you know, I tried to put ice on it. I tried to take, um, ibuprofen and it was like four in the morning and I just, I couldn't get back to sleep. And I, you know, I used, I would, uh, would always brag that I, you know, oh, I haven't been to the doctor in 10 years. You know, I mean, I, 
I was one of those people that, you know, bragged about that. But, uh, so, uh, you, you must know I was in a lot of pain because I called nine one one. Right. And, um, you know, so I went, you know, and found out, you know, originally it was just one tear and they turned out they found three tears. Damn. So, um, you know, so they, um, so I had surgery and, uh, they told me I had, I had, um, 30% chance of losing my left arm and, Whoa. and 10% chance of losing my legs. Uh, cause that's, if you know where the, I didn't even know what an aorta was. Like, I remember it was not a heart, like around the area, the circular it's, it's circulatory like, system. It's like the free, it's, it's the blood flow. It's like the 405 freeway where your blood goes to your body. Yeah. So it's basically the aorta comes out of your heart. Right. And it's, it's where the blood comes out and, and the aorta sends it to everywhere. So one of the tears was where my left arm was, you know, where the, 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 um, is it arteries or veins? I always get them confused. Arteries go away. Veins go to the heart. I learned okay, that. Okay. So, yeah. all right, so <laughs> it was an artery then. So the artery was going towards my left arm. So if they couldn't fix that tear, then they there would be no blood supply to my left arm. And yeah. and, and the other tears were where my legs were. So if they couldn't fix that, then they there would be no blood supply to my legs. Um, and they didn't give me a, like, a, you know, what percentage I, I would die, you know, so yeah. they didn't give me that that part um but you know i was you know it was it's interesting because um i i was like mm, okay i think <laughs> i believe in the afterlife but um <laughs> you know i'm like what does non-existence feel like uh <laughs> you know all this metaphysical stuff i was like i don't know what you know <sighs> so um and the funny part is uh, when I was when I was coming out of the surgery, yeah, and uh, I had a friend there, and, and I asked her, I go, "Am I, am I dead?" <laughs> yeah. And she says, "No." And I said, "Are you sure?" And she said, "Pretty sure." And <laughs> and she she told me later, she said, "I was so convincing." She was like, "I don't know, maybe he is dead." <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, but but later it's like. You know, if I'm if I'm dead, uh, you're supposed to see dead people, not people that are alive, right? So, right. You have your own universe. I mean, the, the classic, you know, thing, right? You see dead people, but but if I was, you know, so that the and the funny part about it was also that you, the stuff that they give you to you know to knock you out, right? When, it's it's pretty strong stuff, and and um, and so when I was coming out, I. I I said to my sister, I said, I know what's going on. I know what's going on. And I, and I wasn't being funny. I was completely serious. I said, I know what's going to happen. You got, I'm being, the government is making me into a super soldier. (laughs) You're robo, robo word. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and then later I'm like, ah, why would they make a 57 year old guy? (laughs) And then a friend of mine goes, that's why, because nobody would expect <laughs> you to be a soldier. You know, someone's buying into my conspiracy, right? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> we but I was rebuild I was, him. We can make yeah, him strong. I mean, obviously, I have seen way too much sci-fi, right? Because I'm, I'm yeah, thinking I'm going to be yes. a super soldier. But you know, when the when it wore off, when the drugs wore off, I'm like, what the? What was I thinking? That was pretty <laughs> stupid. You know. 
And then when I had my second surgery, one of the things I kept saying to myself when they were putting me under, like, don't say stupid stuff when you're coming out. No. You know, no super soldier crap. I just, when I came out of my wisdom, just having my wisdom teeth done, I was like coming out of it saying like, go Yankees. Cause I think they were going <laughs> to the world series that year. Like, come on Yankee. Uh, it was nonsense. Um, so then I know you, you set up a GoFundMe page. Is that, was that helpful? Like with what, what you had to endure for like recovery and stuff or. Yeah, it did. It, it was, I mean, people have been extremely generous. It's, yeah. um, you know, it's interesting. Um, and you could probably relate to this, right? Being right. being in the entertainment business, there's a certain level of insecurity. I don't know if you deal with that. You're probably not insecure. <laughs> a time or two. <laughs> uh, a, a time or two. So, you know, I just, uh, I had people I didn't even think liked me that were donating to the yeah. GoFund. You know, I'm so like, I didn't think that guy liked me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was a dude like me. So, uh, you know, especially when you book rooms, right? Because you right. always think. People hate you, you know, um, it, it was a business but, investment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I've been uh, very pleasantly surprised about how much, um, support I've gotten and, you know, mostly, uh, mostly my comedian friends, you know, who says comedians don't have money and are we, not generous. We got hearts. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, we, we, see, we see more than like, you know, any other profession, you know, we have to look behind the scenes so we know what's up. Well, you know, I think, you know, obviously we're not, we're not in the stable career kind of thing. No. So, and I think, you know, I think what it, my understanding and talking to some of my comedian friends, it's like, well, that could have been me, right? You sure. know, anyone could have something, you know, and you don't, I mean, I, back in the day was a software engineer, but, um, one of my brilliant decisions, I gave up, you know, a six figure job to become a stand-up comedian so uh yeah. um, you know gave up benefit someone used to say what do you miss about being an engineer i'd say uh <laughs> the salary and the benefit <laughs> um you know so i uh, you know the nature of this business right is right. it's you know it's not a it's not a stable business i mean i'm it's like any day you're not on stage you're unemployed so you know yeah i mean i you know, I did very well during the Martini Blues years, and, sure. and um, but things go away, and that's just the nature of the entertainment business, as you yeah. well know. Yeah. So, and so I, I found, you know, I had a new respect for comedians and how how generous they've been and and helpful. So it's been very good. It's, cool. you know, whatever kind of cynical view I had of people, you know, it's basically still there, but. You know, a bit <laughs> yeah never forget <laughs> cool man. so you know it's been very helpful and uh you know it's still you know as you probably would guess money's still a challenge all the time so it's um yeah i mean i just know, have I was, to make sure you, you have to make sure you're like bugging enough people at any given time because you know right. the second you're not they'll just be like eh, there's always someone else to to take that spot so you know it's a lot of initiative yeah. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I don't know if you knew this or not, but I've, I've been the last couple of years been doing uh, audio books. Oh, cool. You know, I've always, people always said, oh, you have a voice. You should, you should do voiceover work. Yeah. So I, you know, I finally got involved in it. And the thing I like about it is, uh, you know, I can do it at home. I have my little studio in my apartment. Oh, cool. And 
I'm finishing up my seventh audiobook right now and wow. hope to have it out in, in uh, March, hopefully. Wow. Oh. Is it, yeah, it's someone, is it someone else's? Wait, you're reading someone else's stuff or is it like your own? Yes. Okay. I got yes. In case there was a Bill Ward, when my Mars, you know, you could voice that. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> it has got me thinking that maybe I should write a book and then, uh, you know, then narrate it. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm narrating other people's work. Great. Um, there's a, Amazon has a website, uh, it's real simple. It's acx.com. Uh-huh. And actually anyone can go on it. And basically what, what it is, is it's an exchange. So you have the authors of the books and then you have the narrators. And, oh, okay. um, and so you go and you see what, what auditions are available and you download the scripts and, and, um, wow. And you, and you do it, you upload the audio recording you did for the audition. And then if they like you, then you get the audio book. I might so, write uh, that down. That is snazzy. Yeah. Now it's like, I have a, I'm doing a podcast with a decent microphone. So I'm like, I guess yeah, I could do my own you, voiceover uh, demo right. or yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you look at the books they have and, and, um, you download the audition mm-hmm. sides and, and, um, you know, upload the, you know, like I said, I don't even have to leave my apartment to do it. It's and, awesome. And, and I've, like I said, I'm on my seventh book right now. I mean, I, within the first week I had never done any voiceover work at all. I got a book. Wow. Uh, I got a book within less than a week of wow. getting on there. So, um, I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but, um, <laughs> No, it's all, it's all about that base, about that base. I wouldn't necessarily that buy that book now, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I've gotten, you know, after doing seven of them, I've gotten a lot better. Well, I, so, I uh, do find that I, I'm more willing to listen to my podcast episodes than I am like my live comedy. Like I love for, so I don't, I don't know what that says, but maybe there, maybe well, my voice is pleasant. I don't know. Well, it sounds very pleasant to me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> very nice um cool so uh, thank you for for taking the time uh i'll get you you back on the road or unless you've been driving this entire time you're my second automobile no, I'm sitting interview. in a parking lot a gelson's parking lot in irvine right now nice so, uh, scoping so. out the vegetables that are being wheeled to all the cars exactly i just said <laughs> so they're putting the signs they're closing the store right now so uh. it's all you should stage something where like you're you're running up just as they're like pulling down the grate like no yeah. <laughs> please the door shuts right on my nose <laughs> yeah i would we need to film that for yeah. sure yeah well it'd just be a montage of you just almost being locked out being locked out of just missing the the final minutes of a store yeah my my face glued to the glass right and, yeah and some kind of fluid coming out of my mouth <laughs> I did have one concept idea. This I had a concept of because uh, I was looking at someone's like proposal story. I want to do maybe like a series of videos where like I'm I'm either proposing or just someone's proposing to like all different kinds of people in different settings. Like maybe like someone that and it's like but it's out in public every single time, or it's in a restaurant, or you know this like or someone that's like really ugly or just really different and it makes no sense, or proposed to a dog. Just I don't know. Random, <laughs> random comedian musings. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll let you get back to your stuff. Uh, get back to the road. Um, but yeah, killercomedy.com. Yeah, check, to check it out. out. Okay. Very nice. Well, well, happy birthday. 
You too. And uh, yeah. Say hello to your lovely wife, Kelly. I will. And uh, yeah, ride the lightning, I guess. Yeah. Irvine, take it down. All right, my friend. uh, Have a great birthday. Yes, you too. Have a good one. All right. I want to thank Bill Word for taking the time to talk with me as it was only hours or minutes before our birthdays. So remember to subscribe and review this podcast and go to awkwardwithevan.com and love it on iTunes and Google Play and Stitcher and TuneIn Radio and Awkward with Evan on Facebook and Twitter. We have great episodes coming up. I have someone uh, from LA who's a lovely singer. She will be on in a future episode. I'm not even going to tease the name because you got to download. You got to listen. I also have an interview with someone with the last name Wexel and we're not related. And it's a very weird story, but it was someone I had to track down halfway around the world. So there's good stuff on the horizon and I'm always like, planning things with the rest of my 4,500-ish Facebook friends that I will eventually get to. I will get to them. It may take me my whole life, but I'll get to them. But I want to thank you guys again for tuning in. Again, subscribe, review, blah, 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 blah. Evan Wexel, hashtag HBD, and I'll see you later. Thanks for listening. Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Wexel.